This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Well, good afternoon, everybody. That was turgid, wasn't it? That was utterly, utterly turgid. No other word for it that I can... Well, no, plenty of other words I can think about it, and we'll probably get to those with the five-word reviews. I would like nothing more than to come in and talk to you about an email that we received from Alan Tarrant this week, which came on and wanted us to be more positive and get behind the players. And I think this is a, this is something I would, I would love to get everybody's take on, because today the atmosphere was flat and the atmosphere is continually flat and we need to try to break the cycle. But there are a lot of cycles that we need to break at the club, it seems, in terms of the performances. Obviously, we know what we're probably going to get a lot of today, which is going to be almost an ongoing question about Slaven Bilic. Are we about to see a corner flag? Because in every other season for the last, well, for the last seven seasons, really, excluding one season with uh, with Javi Grazia, we've been very familiar with the corner flag going up. I want to know from your point of view, if it goes up tonight, is it justified? Has Slaven Bilic done enough to to keep himself in a job beyond the weekend? Do we just want to keep a, a manager in who's... who? who we, we're getting so much less than some of our parts from these players, it seems. And it's been a number of weeks now. And of course, a lot of people are pointing out the fact that them up the road with uh, with, with Rob Edwards, he didn't... He, he, was, he was jettisoned after a similar level of run, much shorter, to be fair, much shorter. So we shall see, we shall see. We'll see what people are thinking about, about Slavin at this point of time. But also, I want to come back to Alan's point. Alan's point. What can we do to proactively encourage an atmosphere and get behind the players? There was it was between the 50th and the 55th minute where we finally got the ball and kept it with a little bit of pressure in and around the, their penalty area, and that was literally that was literally it in my view in terms of consistent pressure being applied. But the crowd suddenly went up, the volume went up, the chant ran out, and then it, it dissipated again. Do we have to follow the team or? 
Can we lead the team? Is there anything we can do? Or are we just screaming into the void here? Is it all about the manager? Is it all about the coach? Is it all about the ownership? Anyway, let's let's ask you guys what you think. Obviously, nil-nil against Preston. We had the uh, we had the preview show where we spoke to Ollie from the Butter Pie podcast, lovely chap, and they said they would really be happy to take a nil-nil because they are in shocking form. And you know, there's nothing there when it when it gets to the final third. We didn't concede. It's a it's a it's a clean sheet in that regard but did we do did we do enough did we do enough you come on guys let us know there is at the bottom left of your screens if you're watching on a phone there is a button marked request if you would like to come on and give us your opinions please do please do do come on and let us know what you think terry sir terry squad number 69 chip shop terry as he's known to his friend terry we haven't spoken to you in a little while you good sir i'm very well mate thank you i'm i'll, I'll keep it short and sweet so i'm just about to dish up the um the kids dinner so i'll Ooh, keep it short and sweet you far away uh yeah that was just i'll, I'll be honest i didn't actually see the first half i obviously jumped onto twitter um and saw just how diabolical it was and i watched the second half uh, just because we got back from my my boys footy and um, yeah it was really shocking again mate to be honest really shocking we should no disrespect to preston we should be beating that preston side all day long and it's just very boring now and I think we all deserve a lot more. I think I saw before the game when the team sheet was put out, people were quite happy that we were playing, is his name, Ajaro, something like that. And playing, <laughs> Arosh, yes, yeah, indeed. Playing Kafkart right back. I don't know why we're all getting excited about that when Gasper's been on form lately. So that was quite baffling. Although obviously Kafkart's quite a leader. He's still not as vocal as you'd like. And then obviously we end up subbing that geezer off up front, putting Davis on. Davis is obviously just another Josh King or Andre Gray. And I think that's our biggest thing this season. We just don't don't have a goal scorer. I think we need to maybe start thinking outside the box. Maybe might sound daft. Put Pedro up front. Put Aspria in Pedro's current position. We need to mix up. What is it? Ten games left, and we, you know, our squad looks really good. Like our centre back now, everyone seems really happy with that. Although obviously Porteous was lucky not to get sent off. But yeah, I think it's a real. Worry. Yes, I heard the moment about about Porteous being sent off. I didn't actually see it myself. Did you get to see it at all? I watched or? it on the we, live we, live we, with obviously Tommy yeah. Mooney, which is another thing. Uh, but I won't swear. Yeah, no, I, I don't actually think he, he made any contact with the ball that I could see. Um, and I had my glasses on. But yeah, no, I, I thought it probably would have been sent off. But then I think we might have had a good couple of penalty shouts. Second half, I don't really know. I think we have to start thinking outside the box now. I mean, to see the scum where they are in the league with uh, Rob Edwards, he's, he's just twisting the, the knife in the wound, isn't it, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, of course it is. I mean, I've I've got no problem... Jet personally, genuinely, I've got no problem with them being nip and tuck with us if we if we rise to it. Yeah, yeah. The problem is, is when we don't. You know, I said before, you go back to the eighties and we came up like you know a division with them, and we were kind of up there, and, and it was each each team was pushing each other on. But the team that we're looking at is, as I said earlier on, and if anybody can think of a better phrase, please use it. We we are less than the sum of our parts. We've got good individual players. We do know this, but this is why. And I haven't turned on or after Bilic in any way, shape or form. But that team today did not look like one who was going all out for their manager. To me, for me, I appreciate we've actually got some shots on on time. Uh, according to the stats, but didn't feel like that from the uh, didn't feel like that from the performance wise, and it's it's the performance that that felt particularly galling. We've got eleven games left to, to go, so you know, don't get wrong the 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 playoffs are still there, but it's so congested, and we've seen no sign of anything suggesting Would you momentum want to get so far. I think it'd just be absolute heart. I don't. I, in all reality, it's lovely to get into playoffs. I want us to get there. I'd love us to get promoted, but. 
I just think it's just it would be an absolute tease if we got that far because we we haven't really deserved it unless unless all the boys start switching on. I know we now we've got loser back and Chowdhury's just been an absolute rock all season. He has his moments of being a bit shit like they all do, but I just I don't know if we really deserve it because we, we're going to get there and we're going to play teams that have stomped us or look better than us. Like we you know if if we can't score a goal against a team like Preston, then you know and, and we had a good squad out man that second half. Yeah, you know, I was really tough to see us. Spree looks stronger. He's definitely been putting some testosterone in his um, in his diet or some creatine or something. But yeah, it's we, we should be finishing games quite easily against teams like that. And um, I think maybe Billets needs to sit them all down, give them the old hairdryer treatment, and, uh, and they need to practice their finishing as well. Well, that's that's for certain. You're right, absolutely. Espria was the shining light of the second half, most most certainly. Um, in terms of, in terms of seeing him back, and of course there were reports that he'd been dropped from the first team squad or. That's that's wrongly worded. That he was going to be playing the rest of his uh, season in the under twenty ones to to build up, etc. That was then countered that story, and now he's back. I had also heard that there were people at the club who were saying basically he really didn't have anything left in the tank. He was quite, you know, he's a young lad. He's been cross. He was quite knackered. If this is having something back in the tank, then well done for resting him for some games. Let's see what we can do. Do we deserve to be in the playoffs? No, because we're not there. We're, we're, we are in ninth. The table doesn't lie. But do we deserve to get there in 46 games? I'm not really worried, but there's 11 steps that we need to take and we need to start taking those steps. We need to start having individual steps that will end up with us wherever we are on 46 games. And if we don't have a go at all, that seems a waste to me. That seems a waste. Never mind. Never mind. 100%, mate. And, I, like I said, I, I, I think with, on paper, you look at that squad and you go, they're a really, really strong side. Any side with Saar and Pedro in, you know, all the other teams in the league are saying, yeah, they're great players. And then we just don't always turn up. But um, but yeah, thanks. Thanks, Pete. No, mate. All, always a pleasure. Go and go and sort the, 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 the kids out with their food. There goes Chip Shop Terry. Thank you. Yeah. Terry for, for for coming in as always. Let's go across. Let's go across to the south coast and uh, and DNSYE head of betting, Mr. Neil Silverstein. Neil, sir, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Thank you, Pete. Yourself? Oh yeah, no, I, I'm all right. We 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 came along. We the bunker wasn't open again, which is another point for discussion, people. I'm sure. But we we met with with Alan from. Uh, who, this was his first game in 13 years, having moved across to Australia. He came, he he was there when he met us at the uh, at the Red Lion in the end. Love, lovely chat. And we were having chats about all sorts of stuff. That was all very nice. And then the game played out. You know, if if I'd been waiting 13 years and I saw that, I'd be I'd be a bit pissed off to be quite. Of course, Todd. What were your What was your say? I feel feel for Alan now. Actually, that's that's really brought a damper on my mood. No, not really, because <laughs> it was fucking awful anyway. Unlike Terry, I yeah. swear, fucking disgraceful. Right, um, and I. I don't know whether it's Village is not coaching them or the players are not listening to Village, but can you tell me what why, the way that we were trying to play? I mean, the centre-backs taking the goal kick to Backman, there's absolutely no logic in that in my mind. No, yeah, yeah I agree. So, so that's, that's the start. I think there's something wrong between all of the players' ears because they just don't have any character or they're just not showing any desire. I can't, I've I, I just not seen it. And I mean, I've been pretty disconnected with the club for the most of the season, but it, it's getting worse and worse. And there's absolutely nothing 
other than the badge that I've got any affinity to with anymore. You know, the players, I don't think any, any of them are, are really putting themselves out. They just seem to be going through the motions in the main. I mean, you know, talking about the two centre-backs, they seem to have um, quickly dropped their performance levels down to a standard Watford centre-back because, yeah, I mean, Portia should have gone. Um, and But who, uh, for me, is, is still looks a bit of a liability in there. I, I, I'm just speak, well, I was good as speechless about what they're actually trying to do. And as far as going for the playoffs, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll be a bit different here. I want us to get relegated, actually. Not that we could, because that's the only way that, the, that you can actually get to the pozos, because it's all about the money. And it, it, yeah, it's, it's just getting worse and worse. And I think ninth is probably maybe a bit higher than we deserve to be, because um, if it wasn't for momentary flashes of brilliance from players that can do it, but don't do it often enough, we'd be in the real shit, because we've never, we've not been a team at all this season. Actually, bar, bar the Luton game, that's the only time that I've seen a team performance from, from us this season. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't dis- I don't disagree with you in terms of in terms of what there is. I mean, the, the irony is, is this week you'll have seen. I think it was only yesterday actually that uh, Helen Ward, the the captain of uh, of, of Watford and the the, the record scorer, uh, announced her, her her retirement at the end of this season. Now I've been watching a lot of the women's team, and I tell you what, the women's team and the men's team are poles apart in terms of commitment for the cause, playing it for the right reasons, and trying to you know trying to fight as best they can in any given game, regardless of the result. They don't always win. I mean, they lost last week to, to Ipswich, but you know absolutely what you're going to get in terms of effort, commitment, and that that willingness and that desire to represent the people who are the supporters and the, the pride to wear that badge because that that's been that's been missing for, for for a little while. Did I call him? Did I say Alan? I think it was. I think I called him Alan. It was Gary from Australia. My, my fault entirely. But uh, no, 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 not not good. I guess it's it's what you get when you basically bring in a squad of mercenaries and that's what they're doing now they're going through the motions they're picking up their paychecks knowing full well that you know at some point billich will go whether it's it's now as some people think or hope or whether it's it's you know it's a couple of weeks time or even at the end of the season he's not gonna be around much longer so you just your leader your leaderless in the club on the pitch and the coaching techniques it's but i still i also go back what is our identity and what style of play is it that, that billich is trying to get from the team I can't see. I mean, there wasn't a single ball into Davis's feet all all of the second half. Yet that's his strength. You play the ball into his feet and play off of him. None of that. Yeah, I mean, playing Porteous up front as well in that first half on his own was always going to be difficult, especially against Diaby, who is a unit. I have to say, and no disrespect when calling him that, he was uh, he he was very difficult. But it was really really hard for him to get into the game. We've spoken on here, you've heard over a number of weeks in terms of saying, can we not try two up front? Can we not shake? Can we not change in order to try and find something to be able to play with a little bit more? attacking flair a little bit more attacking urgency and also to try to get people around it because you're right we didn't play into davis's feet every time the ball comes at him or anywhere close to him he's trying to make a run away you know to, to create some space to move into when they do finally play the ball into him there's nobody within a country mile of him there was a there was an ishmael Assar break and cross in the first half and again we just didn't have anybody in the box yeah i agree with you entirely lack of identity is there or, or it is prevalent what what do you think in terms of 
the manager? Is it a question of, no, we need to sit, you know, we need to stick where we are and go with this in order to break the cycle? Or do you think that we need to, because we can't see anything from Billich, that that's the natural change? Or are we just basically seeing the same old problem and making the change of the manager simply isn't the problem and the problem is elsewhere? Um, so, so first of all, I, I, I'm going to pull you up here. I don't think Port is put... Far I don't think Porter's played up front in the first half. I think he might have got a mistaken identity, although... Oh, sorry. I meant Arosh. Yeah, yeah, Arosh. No, no, yeah sorry. Shit, but to be fair, Porter's up front might have been a better option. <laughs> to, to, uh, to, I've, I think I've said it before. In my mind, I'm completely ambivalent as to who the manager is because it's irrelevant. Their position is undermined by the way the club is run. And, and you'll probably get two or three uh, kind of reaction-type games and then normality sets yep. in. And it is, you know, I, Einstein said it is, you know, what is it, the definition of an idiot? to do the same thing and expect a different outcome. And that's exactly what we've been doing now for five years, right? So, yeah, you can want Billage out, fine. Who are you going to get back in? Who replaces him that's going to get anything any different from him? We've seen it. We've we've had Edwards that, by the look of what he's doing with a lot up the road, is a decent manager and can get a decent, you know, a tune out of a squad. We've had him and we've let him go, right? He was good at Forest Green, shit with us, and then he's, he, he seems decent with them. So to answer your question, I really don't care who the manager is. It makes absolutely no difference to the players. Mm, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Sir. Okay, Neil. All uh, right, mate. Uh, any anything? Any other observations at all on the on on the game or or the season going? Well, forward? I've, I've I've got the um the Saints Leicester game on in the on there now, and I've just seen Saints do exactly the same as us, which is the centre back take the goal kick to the goalkeeper. So obviously there's, it's a trend, but no, other than that, I hope everyone has a good weekend. Interesting to hear what the takeaway of choice is for Wendover later. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he will let us know. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much indeed. There goes uh, there goes Neil. Let's quickly uh, cut across to, uh, uh, to, to to Mr. Carl James. Carl, sir, where, whereabouts are you, sir? Are you, are you in close proximity to the Market Tavern or are you elsewhere? How dare you, Peter? Yes, of course I'm actually looking at the Market Tavern outside. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, I. Uh, God, so what, what did you what did you make it today? Uh, then? I'm. Um, do you know what? I'm. I can't even describe how bitterly disappointed I am with the whole regime at Watford and and everything. And I know that, that there's so many different. I, I'm in a privileged position because, as you guys are as well, because we we see on our Twitter feeds everything that we do. There's there's people that will um, will call out managers. They will call out the pop shows. They will call out all, all, all sorts of different things. So we're in a privileged position in, in in terms of that. But today I've come away, and I and I said to my I said to Canamson, uh, my son, I said if we don't win today, I said I think Billy's gone. I ge- I generally feel that it's um it's kind of um, outgrowing itself like now. It's 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 a bit of a bit of a mushroom shed. It's we're um we're we're trying to we're trying to push for the playoffs, and and we're still talking about the playoffs. I think we're a fucking million miles from the playoffs. I don't know what anyone else says. I think we're a million miles from the playoffs. I think we're a million miles from I, I was at Sheffield United last week and I, and I said to, mm-hmm. to someone when Sheffield United beat us I was like let them go up because they will get absolutely demolished next season they'll get absolutely destroyed next season and I watched them against Blackburn early game they got they got beaten 1-0 against Blackburn so my general feeling about the championship in general is hasn't changed it's it's quite a poor league to really poor poor division this season, but I will I will question something. I will question that myself. I know Justin was there definitely, and he'll probably back me up on this. That one of our What's one that? of our senior people at the club mocked the championship. He mocked 
what the championship is. He mocked that it was um, a division that we should be fearful of or or, or anything like that. And this is when we were in the Premier League. And now look at us. Now look at where we are. We're an absolute fucking joke. Honestly, we, we, we've got we've got players that are at the club that don't want to play for the... They don't want to play for the club. They don't want to be there. We've got a, an owner that... I, I don't know. I don't, what does he want to do? I, do, do you know what my biggest my biggest hope is that Elton John is going on a massive tour. He's gone all over the world. He's earning about eight hundred and something million quid. He can afford us. He can afford to buy us. And it, guys, honestly, uh, uh, Uncle Ron, I don't know if he's on here or whatever. He's, he's on, on next. Okay, he's okay, on okay, next okay. after you. I will say something to Uncle Ron. Okay, the way he says certain things, I disagree with. I do because the because the way he pinpoints certain aspects of this club and, and so forth. But I will say something. Bilic is not the problem. Bilic is not the problem. Uncle Ron has, has pinpointed, and I'll say this quite openly and honestly, he's pinpointed the, the manager as the problem. He's not the problem. He's not the problem. He's above him because Bilic will move on and we will still be in the same position as we are six weeks down the line, nine weeks down the line, whatever okay. it is. He, he is not the problem. Bilic is not the problem. Okay? I promise you this. We are in a big fucking situation at this club. This, what I've seen today, there is a massive problem at this club. And I, you know, and I, I might be overreacting. I might be Peter. I'm not drunk. I promise you. No, 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 mate. You, you know, this is this is the place for everybody's opinions. Yours as well. So you know that that's that's your take on it, Carlos. You you can uh, uh, well, let, let, let's let you move away from the church towards the pub. I'm going back to the bar because I want to get drunk because it's absolute dog shit. But uh, guys, uh, mm. by the way, by the way, can I just say, please buy the, Far away. Please buy the t-shirts. Please buy, please support the uh, the charities that we are supporting on the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I, I haven't, I haven't even mentioned t-shirts because oh, it's been one of those performances. That, no, no, no. True, true professional there. True professional there from Carlos. Yes, if you've seen in the week we have and uh, at, at the club, there are there are many very, very good people, very nice people who are uh, helping us try to raise some money for some charity, and that's going to be on the uh, on the t-shirt front. So you might have seen that. Go to the uh, go to the Hornet shop, and you can order yours if you wish to uh, if you wish to assist. But in the meantime, let's focus on the game in hand, which is obviously today. Let's. Go Go across to Uncle because uh, Carl's just said uh, that uh, he agrees with what he says, but sometimes doesn't think he pinpoints the right people. Let's find out who those people are that uh, that that Uncle Ron in Florida is choosing to 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 pinpoint. Uncle, if you hit your mute button and then you can come on and and, and respond to Carlos. Uncle, are you there? There you go. Yes, I'm here. There, uh, well, you I, I, I will respond to him, Peter. Please do. As is your um, right, sir. Yeah, I've said for weeks, Billich has to go. I've been proven right. And I'll, I'll give him one one immediate knockout blow, inverted commas. It is unforgivable for a manager uh, not to play two strikers up front against Preston at home, a Watford manager at this stage of the season. Utterly unforgivable. He has to go. I, I, I'm right. He's dour. He's a coward. He's a coward for not playing two up front. Poor Arouge, uh, isolated on his own. Mm. I mean, to not play two strikers is unforgivable. And there's some people saying, oh, we shouldn't sack another manager. What would what would fans of Newport County think of us? I mean, that, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's absolute insanity. They kept um, Roy Hodgson far too long. He should have gone after a, a couple of weeks. Uh, and Billet should go. Nobody would do any worse, Peter. Nobody would do any worse. He's had 25 games. He's a miserable failure. Now, there may be many other problems at the club. I'm not 
disputing that. Right. Many times I've said that there are problems with the owner, but to not play too upfront against Preston is unforgivable. It's unforgivable. That that is it. So it is indefensible and unforgivable. So how can anyone want this manager to carry on? There are eleven odd games left. There's a chance of doing something. There's no chance with this manager. What is the point? What are you proving? Why, why cut your nose off to spite your face, as I said, just to, just to show Newport County fans that you don't sack a, a manager every three minutes? Where, where did the Newport County reference come from? Or is that just a, a, a kind of a, a Kaiser Sose for, for other yeah. fans of other teams? Oh, okay, it, that's fine. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. Yes, it's, a, yeah. it's a totem. It's a totem representing <laughs> other people who always go, Watford, oh, you sack your manager, don't you? The problem, problem is we do end up doing it. I can understand people's comments about saying, well, if you've sacked them before, and this is where it's got you. So th- there is an argument around that. But we do as a team, and if we have to look at Billich's tenure, shall we say, the team does look listless. It does look rudderless. And and I appreciate that, uh, you know, Carl's point of view earlier on, saying, well, you know, it's it doesn't really matter because, you know, if you bring somebody in, they'll be in the same place. I've, I've also got sympathy for that. But the underlying malaise has surely got to be that in our 25-man squad and four today in our starting 11, we're, we're low players. So that, you know, they're not necessarily going to be with us all that long. So if you do bring somebody in with a view to next season, then you're kind of working with 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 sort of half the squad in, in or half a, half a starting 11. Whereas if you are thinking about bringing somebody in and getting a jump start in some way, shape or form, because it's not working, then it, it might seem to work. What would be your hope of a managerial change? You know, we see the corner flag. What would be your hope? Not of the person, but what would be your hope for the, either for the, for the short term, for this season? And making the playoffs, or would you rather see somebody wait and hold and make 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 a change in the summer for the longer term? No, I, I would want someone. I've I've said Adolf Hutter before, and and a long term manager. But even if that person isn't available, that's no reason to keep this wretched failure tonight. So even even who's Zisco just to the end of the season. Would, would have the guts to play two up front if, if the right man isn't available now. Give him, offer him a million pounds to get promoted uh, and that's it. But that the right man not being here now is no reason to keep a wretched, horrendous failure. There's no, that is no reason to keep Billich. And, oh. and, and, and on another point, you know, Go the on. club uh, announced the details for Luton this week. Mm-hmm. And put it, we can say on one hand, okay, the security aspect for having to get a coach the only way to go. That's one thing. But I wanted to say to charge supporters £15 to get on a coach when they have no other way of getting to the game, horrendous. It is horrific. And they claim to be the original family club. They don't care about, they don't care about the support. So we owe them nothing. And people say, I'm too harsh. You're too harsh on everyone. Well, it's not football. It's not a club as I remember it and as I know it. They don't care about you. And if they continue to underperform as they do and to treat people as they do, we should vociferously boo them and call them out. They don't deserve any support. I've had enough of it, Peter. I've had 
enough of the club and the manager and the team. I've had enough of it. Very good stuff. Very good stuff. Okay, well, look, there you hear. You hear, thank you, Uncle. You hear Uncle's comments about both the, the coach travel and also the current manager. Now, I haven't gone on the coach, on the club coach now for really quite some time. And I mean, I'm going back to the 90s here. But my understanding is that uh, they try to keep the cost down, especially if it's on a longer trip. So it's almost like a one, my understanding, but I'm happy to be corrected on this, that it's a kind of a one cost fee. It doesn't matter if it's Middlesbrough or if it's Luton. I'm not sure if that's true or not. Not sure if that's true. Hi, everyone. It's Nick Wright. You're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. John Parslow, sir, I think you were you were ha- having some reactions with regards to uh, with regard to the, the loot and bus costs. Um, what, what, what were your thoughts on that and the thoughts on today? So, he's on he's on Chorleywood Common. Yeah, one well, day. Anybody yeah. can go on John Parslow, John Parslow watch. I have, to, I have to keep this up. Yeah, these sort of games, I just need to go in the house everybody goes oh my god and then walk out as fast as i can so that's the point right so um on the bus things i understand the principle and the concept and the issues but Mm -hmm. my big issue really is just they're just failing to communicate with the fans and understand the situation there's a guy in front of me comes every game he's a plus category so he can go and he lives in dunstable right and he's he's literally got to go down to watford and then Back up and then back down and back up. I mean, and 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 there's two things, right? If if it's a coach thing, then they they ought to have a thing and say, okay, let's have pickup points somewhere if that's the case. And the second thing, I totally agree with Rupert, Uncle Ron. Sorry, it is horrendous. I'm starting to use his words. Horrendous to charge fans for something that is being enforced. But I think I think it's fixed. For me, it's fixed because after today, I'm not sure I'm going to take up my ticket option on Monday because I'm not sure I want. The embarrassment of going to the game with Luton fans laughing at us for being on a coach, because it's the same thing as when we boarded up the GT statue, right? We're just bowing to a situation that's out of our control. So you sit on mm-hmm. a coach where you're a sitting duck, by the way, and a sitting target to go to a game where we're going to get battered by a coach. So, so, so your comment about sitting, you're know, kind of um, an easy target with a with a coach that stood still are you talking about Bilic now or are we talking uh, about actually getting to Luton well, okay. I mean I, I think it's, it, wor- I think it works on any level I think it's both I think it's both yeah so shall I talk about today's game a little bit yeah far away what, what are your well, what are your thoughts on it uh, currently and it's okay for these things to change because hey yeah. the games comes in well, well as, as you guys have brilliantly done this week you've um, you know you've brought out a number of wonderful merchandise absolutely superb stuff going on and the thing I'm really, really excited to get hold of is one of your bookmarks, the new bookmarks. So I was thinking about the book that I need to buy, and um, inspired by Mr. Bacon, to 
you know that that's right for the this year's season's bookmark and um so i'm going to uh, get on amazon after this call and uh, get a and buy the divine comedy by dante <laughs> because i am absolutely living in seven levels of hell it was comic i mean it was co- if it wasn't so horrific it's comical in one sense i don't see the point of getting rid of billich unless we know who's go, go who we're going to get mm-hmm. i also don't see the point of billich if that makes sense, because there's nothing, there's nothing. And it's almost like he, he just got, we got desperate by just absolutely throwing the whole system around. around. And, you know, I mean, if you're making changes, what, you know, why is Morris coming off unless you're changing the shape at back and then Semmer was deep? I'm absolutely confused. And then the player that we've been screaming for to get involved, Aspria comes on and it's like, what the actual fuck? You know, you can see what he offers the team. Energetic, yep. passion, youth. A few weeks ago, we were watching Adeyemo score a goal. You know, Jack Greaves getting a game. Aspria running rings around players. Players, you know, and, and, you know, and Rupert is absolutely right. We have mercenary, Davis just doesn't look interested towards the end and then he can't score to save his life right somebody who I actually recently rated I thought it was a bit under underestimated and I thought okay yeah maybe not a starter but he's really good coming from the bench we've got rid of Bayo who could sniff yep. out a goal and brought in Britisonga Moronga who can't even sniff his own socks right this is like horrendous it, it was it was so shocking and yes second half there was a little bit of endeavour and we had one or two chances and again, you're not allowed to yank Sar off when he was, you know, he did get yanked off in the end, didn't he? But, and some wrong choices and, uh, you know, and Araujo may have been struggling, but again, it's like, take him off, put Davis on, but you go, no, 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 <laughs> put Davis on and put Araujo up with him and let's see if that works for two. But we didn't change shape. Billich is a busted flush. He really is because he's absolutely driven by his dogma of the way he wants to play and it's not working. It is not working and there is nothing new coming. I don't know what we do because it's it's a mess if you bring in someone into the season. I'm not sure Gino will move on this, to be honest, because Billich is his man. He made a big decision early in the year and he must be sitting there with his head in his hands going, I fucked up again because he messed up with Munoz. I, I, you either, when we went up, you either said Munoz is not good enough for the Premier League and you bring in a new coach like we did with Jukanovic and we moved on and we brought Flores in. Yep. Or if they didn't trust Munoz at the start of that Premier League season, he should never start it. Seven games, they're going, oh, yeah, I'm not sure he is right then. And we get rid of him. Absolute mistake. Done exactly the same this season. Brought in Edwards. Oh, not 100% sure. Let's see how it goes. Oh, oh panic, panic. And we've done it again. I mean, it is it is madness of, of, of the nth degree. And brilliant interview with Munoz. I don't know if people if people haven't seen it on YouTube. Go and watch the Munoz interview with WD18 this week, right? And it is so telling. There are so many tells on that that even he thought, look, you know, I'm I'm building a bit of a team for the Premier League. Now I don't, I wasn't sure he was good enough, but that that's in the last few years. I think I put a stat out the other day. I think over the last four years. The, the manager who started the season has lasted something like, I don't know, Connor, it was, it was four, four games for, for Javi at the start of the season. Then it was 20 games for Ivic. Then it was... Um, it was seven games for... for... Munoz. And then, yep, and then yep. 10, ga- 10 games for... Um, these are all league games. 10 games for Edwards. For Rob Edwards. How can you start a season with that kind of record? You know, Very true. You know, why should any progressive 
coach who wants to make a difference and is going to be given the time to make a difference, you know, do it. So I mean, I feel so for the guys who aren't Mr. Positive, right? You know, if this is how I'm feeling, I'm, I really feel sorry for the rest of you because it is, it is shocking to the nth degree, you know? So, you know. Good stuff, good but, stuff. But, but you guys are doing a brilliant job. And, and well, John, you, you, thank you very much. So you mentioned some uh, some merchandise. We've, we've got some beer mats. We've got some stickers. We've also, uh, today, we've got, a nice new badge, which is a bit bigger than the old badge, which is um, it's it's the it's the Graham Taylor tracksuit badge, and there is also bookmarks which are Graham Taylor to go with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheer everybody up. Who, if anybody is listening to this, if you go to the do not scratch your eyes.com website, go to the contact bit, send us your name and your address, and tell us if you would like us to put one of uh, put a couple of those in the post to you, and we shall do so gratis. Let's uh, let's let's look for something uh, it's something nice, and that's in celebration of John Paul's bringing up both Dante's Divine Comedy and then switching across to Dante's Inferno today, which was very nice indeed. John, thank you, sir. That's okay. Thank you very much. We will move across to uh, to Rich, WFC2. Uh, it was a bit of a half-assed performance. You can see what I did there. What do you think, Rich? What's your thoughts on everything? You can hear what we're talking about. Far if away. I put, if I put my name and address on for the badge, you couldn't get... Graham back, bless him, could you? My God, honestly. We, all we can do is send you badges and bookmarks with memories, <laughs> with memories of the man. One yeah. thing I will say, today when I was outside, I nipped outside of the red line, and I bumped into Steve Terry, who was oh, at the game. Yes. What a lovely chap. So we yes. hopefully will be interviewing Steve Terry because he was he was a, a lovely chap. And uh, and he he walked away. I put a badge on him, so to speak, so you know, quite literally. Anyway, <laughs> enough of such frivolities. How are you? What did you think of the day then? Well, it was it's mind numbing, wasn't it? I mean, oh. you know, cold ass day, you want to be livened up and enjoy the game. And literally from about the first minute, it was just mind numbing. I've I don't know what is going on. Billich has obviously lost them. He hasn't got the plan. He hasn't got I don't know what in. I don't know what Julian Dix has brought to the party since he's been in. You know, I thought a hungry, aggressive old guy that he would would be, you know, getting into them. And and, and it's lacklustre. Um, you know, it, it's just there's no pattern to the play. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've backed Billich for as well as I can, but he's got the players fit now. And that was an absolute abysmal performance i mean there's yeah. i've seen some bad stuff over the years as any any body has you know but i mean when you look at someone like loser who's such a linchpin of our team you know was literally chasing shadows because he had no one around him to pass the ball to you've got you've got defenders that defend which is fine and they did the job to a point we kept a clean sheet Preston never really threatened but nor did we I don't think either goalkeeper really had anything of what you'd call a proper save to make you know there was a couple of long shots from them that Backman held and I can't really remember their goalkeeper having a save to make if I'm being honest we had a few scrambles but that was about it but there's just a whole lethargy and apathy completely around the ground I have no idea what is going on in the stadium at the moment I mean I'm going to be critical now and I'm probably get ding, you know, battered for saying it, but we have a, a so-called singing section of the 1881 who are given their own section in the stadium to try and generate an atmosphere in that football ground. And it ain't happening. You know, I'm 57 nearly, you know, I like to think I've shouted and screamed and sung my way around for donkey's years at that football club mm-hmm. home and away. I don't sit in an area where it's too, too vocal these days. 
that is where it is. So where are you all, you young lads? Where are all the supporters? What is going on? You know, where is the atmosphere in that football stadium? Yeah, we'll bring it when we beat Luton again in a few weeks' time, and that's probably about the only time we will get up, get up for performance again as, as, we, as we thrashed them at home and the atmosphere got up. But it ain't about bloody Luton all the time. We should be able to get up for Preston mm-hmm. and things like that. And I, and I go back to Billich and I say to myself, what are you doing? And I, and I, and I, I have no, no energy or wanting to see another manager moved on. But ultimately, to hear, here it's the 4th of March, we have 11 games. It's an 11-game season for Watford now, literally. It's an 11-game season. Yep. We're four points off the playoffs. You knock in the playoffs and then it's three games. You know, so effectively 14-odd games potentially. Is Billich going to take us there? Is he got the drive and the energy to push us through? Is Julian Dix sitting on his arse all the time or is he actually going to do something in the training ground and get this team motivated? Because I can't see it. So for that reason... I can't see why you wouldn't change it now. I didn't want Rob Edwards gone. Rob Edwards had a lot of, Mm -hmm. you know, there were some obvious issues there, no doubt about it. But we were going to go down that route and we didn't. So we then bring in Billich and... Billich has got a track record. He's done it before. Yeah. But, he, but as as Uncle Ron Rupert, whatever, says, you know, <laughs> he's now turned into type. He was a centre-half. He's dour. He has nothing on the touchline that's getting us enthusiastic. And how you can bring in this, this Portuguese lad and throw him in today. I mean, of all the games, if you do your homework on teams, you know that they, at Preston, have the big shit house at the back, the RB, Derby, whatever. Yeah, DRB. Yeah. yeah, so what do you do? You put your lightweight centre forward against him and leave Davis on the bench. I mean, it's comical. It's not even, it's not even, oh, it isn't comical anymore. It's not even laughable anymore. You know, change it around. Have a bit about you. I mean, Christ's sake, Morris didn't put a foot wrong in that game. There was nine players ahead of him that did. And he gets hooked at half time to put Ken Semmer sort of, I don't know where Ken Semmer was playing in the second half. Cathcart, bless his heart, and you know, I'm not, you know, he's been a great player for he had the most horrendous first half I think I've ever seen him have. And that's saying something. You know, he wasn't ready to come back. You know, so why not go 4 4 2 or something? Get, get some Davis and uh, the Portuguese lad up front together. See what, what it does. You know, why not try it? This is Preston at home. You know, we're not playing bloody Barcelona or Madrid, you know, where is the effort? Where is the passion? And the, I mean, it, it literally, it was just a, a, just a nightmare today to watch. And all around me, we're talking, you know, we've all been together for a long time of people and yeah. we're all looking at, and we're just looking at each other, shaking our heads and just the, the lethargy, the lethargy is just set in. We're just sitting there thinking, what do you do? You know, I'd love to, you know, I'd, I wish Pozzo was in earshot of me. I wish I could see him. I'm underneath him. I wish I was a, in that stand. Because if you're near that, te- you know, near that director's box, and I know Greg, bless him, is, um, but I'm sure, you know, Greg's, we don't want to get a nice little phone call from somebody in there telling him off for daring to speak up there, as I know that's happened in the past. What is going on? What is the plan? You know, what what do we want? So, okay, Pozzo, I mean, Pozzo's the problem. Don't get me wrong. He is the number one problem that I will celebrate till till I die when that guy leaves this club. I've had enough, gone. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care how bad it was in the, in the past. It can be good again. There's enough people out there that would be interested in Watford without Pozzo. He's a, he's a disgrace what he's done to this football club recently in the last three to four years. What he did for the first five, six years, great. And what he's done for the stadium, that fair play. But what we're seeing now is disgraceful. It's not football. 
you know, it's it's not good enough and, and things need to change. So he's brought in Manga and um, uh, Costa. And so let them get on with it. Go on then, just say to him, right, bring in the bloody manager that's going to work with these players. You front up, you know, stick up there, come out and tell us what the bloody plan is and get it sorted out. Because Billish is obviously getting nowhere with them. There's no, the training isn't coming through, whatever training we're doing. Apart, the one bit of training we're doing by the look of it is um, taking goal kicks to Batman now. I mean, that's that's off the training ground, no doubt. Fantastic. Well done, lads. It was absolutely staggering to watch that. <laughs> um, you know, I'm sick of watching rubbish. And, uh, you know, I take my daughter and I try to keep her enthusiastic to it. And she's there today. She's frozen solid. She's looking at me thinking, why on earth did I come today? And how can I look her in the face and say, bloody hell, go, I can't argue with you. You know, I could easily have left that ground at half time today. You know, I don't do that type of thing. I was still, still there when the final whistle went, but oh my God, I, you know, it, it's shocking. And I just don't know what the plan is for Pozzo and Duxbury. I just want change. I, I want my football club back. And I'm, I'm done with it, mate. I'm just done with it. And it's disgraceful. Disgraceful. There you go. Rich, always, always articulate, puts his point across. Do you agree? Do you disagree? It really doesn't matter either way. You can come on and have your say because the idea is just that. Justin, sir, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're with us now. Just before we go to Jonathan, Jonathan, we'll be coming to you. Guys, I know you're holding. We will be with you all as quickly as we can. Justin, what were your thoughts after today then? Well, pretty much the same thoughts as when I was sat next to you, Peter. I, I kept <laughs> shouting one word constantly. You did. He did keep shouting crap. It was quite, it was, by the end, it was quite amusing. It was the only thing that was keeping me going, but it was quite, yes, quite funny. That that sums it up. Crap. I, and I think I also said to you, mate, that you know I'm not seeing any improvement from this time last year. I'm not seeing it. It's 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 as bad as it was this time last year. We're in a lower division, playing arguably. I say arguably lesser quality teams, but you know you watch a struggle against Preston today, and you think you know. Who was the Premier League team last season? Absolute crap, as far as I'm concerned. I thought it was rubbish. I thought Hoot had a terrible game. Cathcart also had a terrible game. I know he was hooked off, wasn't he, uh, for um, uh, Gaspar. I don't know. Keenan Davis? Keenan Davis? I'm not seeing anything there either. I'm just bored of it, Peter. It's boring. This 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 season's boring. The football's boring. It's all very well turning up and beating your local rival 4-0. But if you can't put on any other kind of display, you know, Stoke, whatever, whatever. It's just, just, just honestly, for, for what we've got on paper in terms of players, we should be doing so much better than that. And It's, um, it's so much less than it, than the sum of its parts. Clearly, we know that. Um, yeah. it, interestingly, I just go to uh, to Twitter and don't worry, no flag posts are arriving anytime soon. Well, at least not yet. Uh, Andrew French put up a comment, obviously, in the post-match interview. Um, he put this up about 36 minutes ago. He just said, ask Slav if after today, he's thinking the owner might make a change. In inverted commas, that's not a question for me. I know why I was bought here i'm focused on the job i have a good relationship with the owner and my focus is on doing the job i was bought here for start doing it then because you're not an improvement on the previous manager or the previous seven or eight by the way so get on with it well there you go there you go all right just well thank you very much for that so let's go to jonathan jonathan if you hit your uh your mic button at the bottom left and then you can come on and oh we've got jonathan sounds like he's in transit how are you doing jonathan I am. Um, can you hear me? All right. Yeah, we've got you fine. We don't. We don't mind a bit of background noise. Don't worry about that. How are you, Great sir? Stuff. What did you What did you make of today and Watford season in general and whatever you like to mention? Yeah, I just had a couple of points. Really, I guess I'm a bit like everybody else, just super disillusioned with everything. Really.
really. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, I'm one of these people that I guess tries and stays a bit positive anyway, you know. I think about the fact that, you know, 10 years ago and we've seen the stadium be improved. Absolutely. We've seen Watford in the Premier League. We've been to a cup final and all the rest of it. So I'm not going to absolutely come on here and slam the, the pozos left, right and centre. But it's getting to the point now where I think they've just run out of ideas and that everything's just become totally stagnant really with them just sacking manager after manager and to be honest I'm, at, <laughs> I'm actually at the point where I never thought I'd say this but even after Bilic's 20 games um, I had high hopes for the bloke actually come in with a bit of pedigree showed some tactical nous right at the very start I think in the first couple of games or so I even remember him doing a post-match interview and I thought oh god this guy's pretty interesting to listen to actually a bit of breath of fresh air coming into the into the club with some of his some of his cha- uh, changes and stuff that he was discussing on Sky Sports and I don't know what's happened over the last <laughs> over the last 15 15 games or so but it's like he looks bereft of ideas I mean um, one thing is strategy which I literally see none of i.e. how much how he's setting the team out to begin with got no idea what's even going on there to start with second thing is in-game management or tactics and again you're seeing managers in the league making numerous changes and adapting the way that they're playing in accordance to who they're playing and we just look just like we have no clue what we're doing with anything really horrendous substitutions today I saw Cathcart go off not that he was doing anything great anyway but we're bringing on Mario Gaspar who yeah I mean average at best but it's like a like-for-like change you've got João Pedro deep again a whole bunch of stuff, and it's just, uh, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a bit desperate, really. Um, no, I can, hear, I, mean, I, I, I can hear it. All I, all I can say to you, Jonathan, is you're not alone. Well done. You've come to the place where, where we suffer so much that we even referenced Dante's Inferno earlier on. That was kind of interesting. In terms of, and you know, we don't like to just be, oh my God, we've lost Billich out yeah. and we won Billich yeah. in, notwithstanding the fact that, you know, a goal would have made all of the difference in the world today. Mm. You, as you say, in the last 15 games, it seems to have dropped off a cliff. There's something not quite working. What do you think in terms of stick or twist? You know, if, you, if you're Gino Pozzo here, let's play through the looking glass here, you're Gino Pozzo here, are you going to be ringing the uh, the website and saying, get the, uh, get the corner flag out and make a change now? Or would you just wait just to break the cycle of constant change? Because there's arguments either way. Where, where do you think you sit? I just think we've got, what have we got, 10, 11 games left in the season, something yeah, like that? 11 games, and, 11 games, um, yeah. All right, so we've got 11 games, and I just think, I, I look at Bilic, I, I look at him and I think, God, this guy probably doesn't even want to be here anyway, which says to me that he's not going to stick around long term, and I just think you might as well get a new manager bouncing for the final 11 games of the season, see whether anybody can get any form of identity or just team cohesion, make the players feel happy for the last 10 games or so i'm not suggesting that we bring cisco back like some other people but just some just some just some cohesion really for the final 10 games and see whether we can get something i mean i've seen chowdhury today picking up the ball and acting like our main playmaker when you've got imran loser in the in the middle of the park as well and i'm thinking come on like let's do something I, I, I'm just at a loss really but I think I, if it was me final 10 games get someone in just get some cohesion between the team and see whether they can have any form of get up and go about them I want to fire a rocket up their ass to be honest with you it's, uh, it's really uh, really demotivating 
No, 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 no. It's it's the point is about this is this is a barometer. It's it's just trying to find at any given moment in time how do the fans feel about this. This is this is the whole point of this thing, and that's how you're feeling. Which is like Jesus Christ. It, it's bereft of enthusiasm for the thing yeah. that you know we all put down. Everybody does the nine to five or whatever they work. You know, kind of this is this should be the escape. This should be something, that, and you should be seeing. So, you know, with, with the with the riches that the club have got, something yeah. a little bit better than today. And I'm not even asking for the moon on a stick here. I'm saying a little bit better than what we saw, which was really nothing in the first half, very much at all. And then in mm. the second half, an 18 year old Colombian coming on and showing people actually this is how you have a go at it. And I'm not saying yeah. everybody was dreadful, but we were so much less than the sum of our parts. Jonathan, thank you very much indeed for calling in, sir. Much appreciated. I hope your uh, your evening goes a little bit better than it did between three o'clock and five o'clock today. Let's go to Jack in the US in Virginia. Jack, how you doing, sir? Hit the uh, hit the mic button, and uh, I'm not I'm not suspecting that uh, that performance is going to make your blog any more pro Slavin Village. Would I be wrong? Uh, you are absolutely correct. Yes. Um, <laughs> Come on, mate. What do you think? <laughs> uh, first of all, let me try to offer a bit of levity. I came across a wonderful Finnish word earlier in the week, and I think we have at least one uh, viewer in Finland. Um, so he might be familiar with this word. Uh, that Finnish word is kalsharikani. And kalsharikani <laughs> means the act of sitting alone at home in your underwear drinking. <laughs> I like this. Carry on. <laughs> and that perfectly encapsulates what I feel like doing right now um, after whatever the hell I just saw. <laughs> I mean, I think a number of fans and maybe even some of the players can relate to that. As far as the coaching, I, the, the quote that uh, you shared from Andrew, from Andrew French's question mm -hmm. uh, suggests to me that Billich is full of shit. And under normal circumstances, a coach that's full of shit should get out right now. That being said, the fact that he is still employed somehow suggests to me that Manga and Costa are in Gino's ear saying, keep him until the end of the season. So my guess is that uh, it's going to be a very painful next 11 games. We're going to be stuck down in the championship and then we'll try to figure out whatever the hell we're doing from there. Mm. Do you think, do you think they'd be doing that just to say, look, keep him in place. Don't taint whoever's coming in next with how this is going. And then long-term plan from the summer. Or do you just think they just don't necessarily have anybody in mind? Well, they better have somebody in mind. If you, if you've been hired to write the ship and you don't have a plan, what the heck are you doing? Mm. Um, but I, I do think it's a matter of, of consistency. They think they just want to, keep things as stable as possible until the end of the season. But, you know, once again, I, I watched a team that has absolutely no idea what they want to be. I, I thought at some points they thought uh, that they were supposed to be the championship's equivalent of Man City. And so they tried to play Guardiola ball, which can only take us so far because we don't have don't enough have the players. Yeah. On the other end, um, you know, I'm, kind of crying out for Sean Dyche to come back. I hope he's still unemployed. Maybe we could still give him a call. Some sort of structure 
a, a plan of any sort. We're crying out for it. Well, unfortunately, Sean Dyche is now the Everton manager. They finally, oh. uh, they find, yeah, they finally uh, found out he got a Watford connection. As as they treat us like Poundland most of the time, they went and had him. So he, he's in there trying to trying to keep them aloft. But some somebody with some, I think you're absolutely right. I think some structure would be great. Yeah, people said earlier on that we, we look better defensively, but that's down to. But not today necessarily withstanding, but Porteous and Hoot bringing in better players into those positions is going to help you out. Even in the midfield, I mean, and especially last week, you got Chowdhury charging around, running around like anything. But then you get to that final creative end and you look at the players we've got in, you know, and I appreciate when I say Sar, everybody will exhale. So you can exhale before I say Sar. Have you done it? Good. Saar, you know, Ken Semmer, Yao Pedro, Davis should be, you know, he, he was a force for, for, for Forrest. Okay, he only scored five goals in 15, but one in three isn't bad, and it's considerably better than he's done for us so far this season. And players like Arush, we just seem to have a wealth of options that seem to not be being utilised. It's uh, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating indeed. Sir. Um, so we can we can look forward to your, your thoughts on, on the blog. Will it be including the Finish word for sitting around in your underpants drinking? Most likely, yes. That's Excellent. probably going to be the, the the running title for it. Excellent. I'm looking forward to that a great deal there when we get that, Jack. Thank you very much, sir. Have a good rest of the day there and uh <laughs> don't uh, don't 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 just sit there in your underpants. Be fully clothed before you start heavily drinking. I think that that's always wise words. I think those are always wise words. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered. By fans.